When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm still laughing about sapiosexual. Yeah, right. Come on. Uh, this Get is it Colleen, together, people. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Okay, so there's a very important anniversary we are going to celebrate. Yeah. And we are going to celebrate it by having a whole lot of fun with some of our favorite TV theme songs. Right, Bradley? Yeah, so I um, saw this anniversary pop up in my Twitter timeline today. 35 years ago today in 1984. Oh, that was a good year. Uh, it was. I was nine years old. I was seven. ABC debuted the first episode of this comedy family romance series, and I won't tell you which one it is. All I'm going to do is play the theme song, and we're going to sing along. See if you remember... This show, which again debuted today, 35 years ago. Yeah. There's more to life than what your lip. So take a chance on you. Open road and some of these I don't know. Brand new life around the bend. There were times when I lost a dream or two. Around the tram. Nope. Oh. And at the end was you. There's a path you take and a path not taken. The choice is up to you, my friend. Nights nice as long, but you might awake. A brand new life. A brand new life. A brand new life around the bay. Oh. Oh. Did you just see that beat up Tony. van driving down a fall, you know, path? In Connecticut, whenever you hear that, I just they were in Connecticut, right? Yeah, that was just one of my all-time favorite shows. I love that show. And uh, Tony Danza, Judith Light, Alyssa Milano, most of them uh, still kicking. Unfortunately, Catherine Hellman did pass away this year, I think. Right? Maybe last year. Last year? Oh my god! Well, it it feels it probably was like three years ago. Watch, watch, or three or four years ago. No, she died in February of this year. Oh, okay. So may I mean, she was, rest I in peace. I almost said good, but it's not good. <laughs> rest in peace. Um, you know, I don't know if you realize this, but there's another TV show that is celebrating an anniversary this year. Really? Yeah, and it's a 25th anniversary. So just 10 years after the premiere of Who's the Boss... There was another very popular show that premiered on September 22nd, 1994. Okay. So this anniversary will be celebrated this weekend about a TV show about six friends in New York who liked to drink coffee 
And uh, let's just play the theme song to that show. Sing along if you know the words. I don't even know the words to the song. I did not watch Friends, though. It's so good. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you're broke. Your love life's DOA. Oh, that's what It's like you're always stuck in second gear. When it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year, but I'll be there for you. Because everybody, like, loved this song because it was about you and your friends. So this is how old again? 25 years. Because you're there for me, too. And this is actually the whole, I think this, this is the version that is the whole song by the Rembrandts. And I'll tell you, number one, Rembrandts. From Minnesota. Oh, a little known oh, fact. Wow. Yes. I, I believe they're a Minnesota band. Secondly, the, that song led me to get the Rembrandt's album oh. because I loved that song. Like, so oh my much. God, I love the show so much. And that was like, that is, this is like a lost art. The art of the theme song is a oh, lost for sure. art. And in specifically, like, I don't know if the Rembrandt's, this song was created for this show or they took this song for the show. That's a good, that's a good question. I'm going to check. Um, because the art of, uh, theme song writing is, you know, a dying art, if not totally extinct art form. Now, um, you'll remember we have people like, um, Alan Thicke actually to thank for some of our best theme songs. He was a huge theme song writer. Uh, from back in the day. May he rest in peace. Okay, so we're talking about our favorite theme songs and the ones we just love to sing along to. If you're just joining us and wondering, what are you guys doing? Look, there, the world is essentially, there is a lot of stuff going on, okay? I'm yeah. just going to be true. Po- uh, polite about it. However, when life is giving you lemons, you can just sing theme songs from your favorite true. shows of your. <laughs> can we please just enjoy one of our favorite TV shows. And in fact, a TV show whose star, one of the stars, joined us uh, in our very studio on our very very uh, state fair stage just over a month ago, Lisa Welchel. Um, Facts of Life, should we sing? Yeah. Let's do it! I had that one ready. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's okay. okay. Had, we'll take a deep breath. the one after that. No, oh, sorry. We'll take a deep breath. And we'll get ready. Okay. Because this to me is, song. I think, arguably one of the best, if not the best, theme song to sing along to. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Also, okay. yes, you will find yourself bursting in spontaneous song with this. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. What? The, the facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life. I mean, that is such an amazing song, is it not? It is. It is. Now, here, I'm going to, can I get you I a, feel bad for children today. I do, too, because they, they don't, don't learn. They don't have that. They don't learn kids. the facts of life. 
No. Can I give you a deep track that is also like one of my favorite theme songs of all time yeah. ever? And you don't even ever think about this one. You okay. just don't. But then when you hear it, you're going to get teary. You're going to have feels. Just get ready. Am I going to get stuck in a refrigerator? You might get stuck in a refrigerator. Like, Cherry, don't climb into a refrigerator. Punky Brewster. Right? Kind of good show, I meant is what I meant to say. It was a great yeah. show, and it is coming back, right? It absolutely They're is. They're doing back. a reboot of Punky Brewster starring Soleil Moonfry. Um, we have to end things with I don't know, I just love this song, and the show is Me kind too. of weird, but we just gotta sing the song. Um, I think I only watched the show for the song. I mean, frankly, I still get, you know, goose pimples when I think about it. Should we listen to Greatest American Hero? Yes. Feel free to join in, Paul McGuire Grimes. You're early, but I don't know this one. You don't? I, not the lyrics, sorry. Look at what's to me. I can believe it myself. Suddenly I'm on the top of the world. Should have been somebody else. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought. The weird there. guy with tights flying. Uh, um, we are going to uh, rejoin the program with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes. He's going to tell us everything that's coming to theaters this weekend after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies is here to tell us what is in theaters and what is streaming this weekend. And we are very, very excited. I, Bradley, Paul. I don't think I've oh. seen you grin that big in a long time. Well, there hasn't been a movie you've brought me, Paul, that's got oh, me this excited. Well, well let's hope okay. it stays. <laughs> let's hope you stay so excited. No, it's just because I've been very lazy with movies lately, but I've been watching actually... Every season of the show that just got turned into a movie, which premiered this week, and I can't wait to hear your review. Don't give me any spoilers, or I might cut somebody. It's called Downton Abbey. I've never heard of it. Can you tell it's me more this about it? Little show from a masterpiece in Britain called. Um, and I will tell you just right off the bat that if you love the TV series, you will love the movie. It transitions right. to the big screen so well, and the basic premise behind it is that the king and queen are doing a little tour. 
So they decide to stay at Downton for the night. So all the servants have to kind of scramble and get Downton back to a place of like having guests. The family comes back to the house. I mean, some of the members of the family have moved away. So now they're all coming back. So it's like, and there's other, some other subplots along the way I've as well. I've heard, I've seen little bits, just little sort teases. of nibbly bits. Yeah. And I don't want to like go in, I, like I don't look at them because I'm like, right. I don't want to nail. But um, so were you a fan of the original show? Yes, okay. we watched, you know, it was one of those shows where you had to watch, oh, it was yeah. appointment viewing. Yeah. Also you would get spoilers on Facebook the next day. And I, the day, uh, the day of that I went to the screening, I did rewatch the finale just to like bring these characters back. I do back feel like mind. I'm going to have to do that at a minimum before I see the movie. I think, I mean, not like there's going to be plot points you're going to miss out on, yeah. I wonder, but just to like be back in that elevated state yeah. of what Downton Abbey is. And the whole cast is back. You, I mean, everyone that survived the show, of yeah. course, are back, I think. They didn't bring back the dead people? No. no. Matt is not back. Don't. Don't. <laughs> Some people may not know. <laughs> okay, okay, okay spoiler to be alert. fair, like five years Bradley ago. <laughs> has a, no, but Bradley has a different perspective because you and Jamie are watching it. Jamie has never seen it. Yeah, so he's he never doesn't seen know it. a lot of okay, the key yeah. plot okay. points. Well, he knows. I mean, we're, we're like literally in the last season. We have a few episodes oh, left. Okay. So he's seen all of the main things. But what I will say, you know, to your earlier point uh, or the point that you just made was, you know, if you don't have to watch, I don't think the the show to to remind yourself of the plot points as much as you do get something by being in the space with those people because i will tell you um having you know been in that headspace for the last oh i don't know it's been a couple months since mm-hmm. we started this journey and you just have an emotional connection to them that i think will be rewarded now when we go see them on the big screen yeah. whereas had i just walked into the theater having watched years ago i don't know that i would i'm sure i would still have an emotional connection but i think it's probably going to be a little more you remember who these relation the relationships are between like the servants and the royals yes. and, and and the upper class of downton that live there and all of the actors just fall right back into place again maggie oh, smith of course it. is the mvp of this movie in my opinion she well, just has some great jobs she's like that M- mvp of, of life, life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, also yes. what is she like a hundred years old in yeah this, i mean in this movie? who cares like yeah. it's, and then you know julian fellows who was the series creator he wrote the movie as well uh the director is the same guy that directed the finale so it's all in just really really great hands Emilda staunton uh fabulous british actress she is also in it she has a really good subplot as well that kind of throws a wrinkle into things okay so plot wise does it deliver in the sense that like you feel like it moves through it is interesting it is good for sure and there's some characters that you that we learn more about or get kind of a new like angle with and their stories are like kind of continue in a way that maybe they weren't before like Branson and Barrow that's not really giving anything away but like we see them having to struggle with things a little bit and some of the other family members moving on and moving out of the normal life and familiarity of what this tradition is and are they okay with that Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And not to, um, again, I just think one of the beauties of this series, a lot of people write it off as just like treacly, sweet, you know, saccharine melodrama. Fine, sure, okay. I think we need some of that in this world that we I mean, live yeah, in right now. F- frothy escapism. There's but, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but I also think that it's very timely. Go with me because we are living in an unprecedented period of change. And I don't want to make too many grand comparisons, but the, I think one of the biggest benefits uh, or one of the biggest lessons of Downton as a series is that it's people struggling with change. Mm. And we can all relate to that. You know, like it's just more stark and more foreign or exotic when it seems like it's upstairs, downstairs from 100 years ago versus like just people because we can all think of, you know, parts of our lives that are changing and the world around us changing and we're unsure. We have no idea where this is going. And in and truly the characters in this show Every single episode are dealing with, you know, being hit by a ton of bricks from the present as it, you know, invades mm-hmm. their life. Yeah. And you even get that in this movie, too. Yeah. There are things, the themes of the show still exist in this world, yeah. especially with the servants. I mean, they're kind of given a pretty big part of this movie. Um, Which is so great because I love them so much. Okay, I was need tickets. So four out of five ticket stubs on that. Oh, I'm so excited! <laughs> I can't believe our time is already so up. Sorry, that's okay. That's we got a- talked about Downton Abbey. Well, you'll come back next week, and you'll be on Twin Cities Live today. Yes. Wonderful. That's Paul McGuire Grimes. He is our movie critic. He comes in to tell us what we should see in the theaters. And uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got some dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots. After this, on My Talk 107.1. Wow. Wow. Dumb people continue to do dumb things, right, Bradley? They do. They're just dumb and they do dumb stuff. There's so many dumb people in the world. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey, before we get to those dumb, really dumb people doing really dumb things, mm-hmm. uh, do you have a generous feeling? I think I have a little generous feeling. We have something to give away. What are we giving away, Sonny? Do you know? A pair of tickets to see Hunks the show. Hunk a dunk. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're giving away some hunks. Uh, What was that? That was me. Where's that coming from? That's interesting. That was the hunks music. Yes. (laughs) 651-641-1071. We are going to give those hunks away to caller number three. Caller number three. You will be the winner of those tickets to see hunks. All right. Now we are going to get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Nice runs. And that's where we're going today. Awesome. So we are going to Florida, and I want to tell you, I'm actually going to take you to um, a clinic. Oh, and, am uh, I sick? Well, you you might be. Actually, I think what you're trying to do is get a physical. Physical, physical, I want to get a physical. 
Let me take my clothes off. Okay. Which is what you have to do. So here's what had happened. Um, there was a guy who uh, was a nursing assistant for a doctor at this clinic. And his name is Roger Martin. And uh, Mr. Martin was working for a guy named Dr. Eduardo Polanka. Okay. And uh, Paul Dr. Anka. <laughs> yeah, Dr. <laughs> Paul Anka. No. Dr. Polanka said to uh, Roger Martin, hey, okay, we've got a patient here. I need you to go check his vitals and things, and we're going to do a physical for this guy. Um, and maybe you could just you just go ahead and do that physical, right? You know, you're the nursing assistant. You go ahead and do a physical. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That doesn't feel like that's how they do it. And, uh, well, I don't know what they get up to, but that's that's what the doctor did, said. He said, we're going to do this physical and you're going to do it. So the patient goes in there and the patient walks in. And he's like, I'm getting a physical today. And uh, Mr. Martin's like, yeah, you're getting a physical. So here's what I need you to do. Uh-oh. First of all, I need you to disrobe. Totally That's normal. what you do. Totally normal. Okay. Did he check his vitals instead of his vitals? <laughs> his vitals. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but when you're checking vitals, yeah. one of the things you do in a physical is check his vitals. Yes, I do. I get my vitals checked annually. And now I will tell you as a, a human uh, <laughs> male, because I don't know if you've had, you've had your own vitals checked, right? But for uh, the male vittle check, mm-hmm. it usually involves your doctor is sitting, uh-huh. you're standing, and then your doctor takes your vittles in his hand, uh-huh. and, uh, and then you cough. And he, uh, you know, well, you don't have to cough really anymore. I don't oh, think really? that's an actual thing. Okay. They just roll them around and make sure everything's normal, okay? That's make sure saying. the vittles are tender. Yeah. Not tender. You don't want tender <laughs> You don't vittles. want tender vittles. Yeah. That's right. You want normal, healthy, red-blooded American <laughs> vittles. So Mr. Martin did just that. But wait, there's, there's more. more. He didn't do just that. So he was checking the patient's vittles <laughs> when he thought it would be a good idea to put his put the vittles no! in his mouth. No! No! <laughs> no, that did not happen. Can you It didn't happen? No, he literally put his mouth in that area. The patient was mortified. As you can imagine. Yeah. Fled the room. Told. I hope he covered his vittles first. Well, I don't know. But at that point. You wouldn't mind where your vittles were. As long as they were away from. the heck out of there. And so uh, after that happened, he fled the room, told the doctor, called 911. And thank God, Roger Martin was arrested for. No uh, actual way. Touching his vittles. With his mouth. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. No. That is not a procedure that I have oh, ever terrible. Uh, had done to me in a doctor's office. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that... For that clarification. Isn't that crazy? That is sick. Now, here's the weird thing. Um, so they were investigating and stuff, and it looks like the, the nursing assistant actually like lived at this clinic, because it looks kind of like a house, and the clinic is owned by the doctor. So God only knows I don't knows feel like you're supposed to live at a clinic. I don't know. I kind of feel like this was something shady. Well, you think? What was your first clue, trainer? <laughs> Jeez Louise. It just makes me... I always... We I should just... Be... <laughs> I kind of feel like something here is shady. I just don't think that's... <laughs> 
normal behavior. It makes me think of Dr. Turnenkoff. Yes, and, but like uh, the reverse, because yeah. this guy was living at the place and invited people over for the Vittles touching, where yeah. Dr. Turnenkoff, this is from years ago, his name was Dr. Weenie Koffer. I don't know. Why do we do a Turnenkoff when, when his name was Weenie Koff? He went door to door to check women's breasts. And, and also, but wait, and there's, there's more. more because and they t- grew suspicious when he offered to also check their vittles. Well, I don't even think they offered to check the vittles. I think what he did was he would offer to do breast exams for cancer, breast cancer screenings, right? So he, he fondles their breasts. And the woman said, because the thing we were just so blown away by was that the woman was like, I knew to notice something was wrong when he was, he began checking my downstairs. We're like, yeah, generally speaking, breast exams don't involve checking the downstairs vittles. Okay, I can't find Dr. Turnenkoff. It's weenie cough. I know, but I can't spell it. Like, I, what's the proper spelling of weenie cough? <laughs> anyway, I think it was weenie coffer. Whatever. Either way, <laughs> allow me to tell you about a present day crazy stupid idiot. Okay. For this one, we're going to France. We're going to France. To meet 25-year-old uh, unnamed person in Toulouse, France. Okay. He recently got out of prison, which is exciting, right? Yeah, no, I mean, I would imagine I'd be excited. Uh, he was out of prison for a little bit, but earlier this month, he was busted for a string of burglaries when the cops found his DNA uh, on the scene. Yeah. So they arrested him. Okay. And he was like, uh, yeah, I did those burglaries. And I also uh, purposely left my saliva behind. He spit on lots of things in the places so that he could um, be traced. He said he did that intentionally. He wanted to get caught. Bradley, do you want to know why he wanted to get caught? Why did he want to get caught? Well, because remember, he had just been in prison. Yeah. He was like, was really good or something. Turns out they have. This TV channel called Canal Plus, and it is $11 a month on the outside. And he was like, I like that channel. So he wanted to be able to go back to prison so he, so he could to, watch his TV show. He went back to jail to get cable. Pretty much. I feel like there are easier ways to get cable. Right. Like go to a friend's house. Or like for $11 a month, <laughs> maybe like get a... A job for one hour yeah. a, a month at uh, really anywhere. Or, I don't know, go to the library and read a book. There you go. There are many uh, ways to entertain yourself. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to know what kind of shows he could watch on this uh, canal TV? Was it like the scrambly ones? No. Shows like Killing Eve. Oh, that's a good show. I know. Big Bang Theory. Mm, people like that, The too. Predator. The I movies. That, the, pr- yeah. the movie. It's a movie. Oh, with Arnold the Predator. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And and his favorite, the Emoji Movie. Okay, well, he deserves to be in jail. Yeah. That's his favorite. There you go. Uh, 81-year-old busted for performing free breast exams makes deal with Florida prosecutors. I have the Dr. Weenikoff story. Yes! Should we tell the story? So, first of all, what you need to know, this is an important story in the history of the Colleen and Bradley show, as this actually might be the story that launched crazy stupid idiot it was certainly one of the first it was and it's so memorable in fact that um it was part of what informed us creating an entire segment around dumb people doing dumb things and that is why you our friends 
Uh, actually, so Dr. Weenikoff really is the father of crazy, stupid idiots. Um, <laughs> Don't give him that much So power. this was eight years ago. What year did this happen in? Uh, Philip Weenikoff, 81 years old, was accused in April of 2006. of, uh, And the story was reported in 2011. Okay, so this was eight years ago yeah. that this story was reported. And eight years ago when we had a show on the weekends called The Weekend Dirt, that's where we first that featured. That's where we did this? Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, this is where we first featured Dr. Weenikoff. Now, with no further ado, Bradley Trainer with an eight-year-old story that we've never forgotten, which is shocking because sometimes we forget each other's names. Yeah, so um, I'm just trying to make sure that I have... The right Weenikoff? The right story that okay. gives us all the juicy Weenikoff details. Okay. Okay, so let's try the this one. This is uh, from the Sun Sentinel. So Philip Weenikoff, he was 81 years old. And he was accused a while back of doing uh, some nasty stuff. He was charged with some stuff. Mm-hmm. And here's what we know. Um, he used to carry a little black bag around mm-hmm. to uh, lend credibility to the claim of being a doctor. The first victim, 36 at the time. What are you laughing at? Him. I just found the article going. Told Which article do you have? I don't have it. I just am looking at pictures. Told detectives he started the exam by fondling their breasts. And uh, yes, and that's when she knew something was wrong when his hands wandered elsewhere. This is not as good as the original telling of this tale. Uh Because the from what I remember, he would go to um, he would show up at their door with his black bag and offer to give them breast exams. And in the giving of the breast exams, he would inevitably find himself going elsewhere. Uh And it, but he, and he had been able to do it multiple times. The second victim told the police a similar story saying Weenikoff had presented himself as a doctor who was in the area giving free breast exams. And again, the woman let Weenikoff into her apartment again and again, he allegedly sexually battered his victim. Here's where it says the woman realized something was wrong when he moved his hand down to her pants and fondled her. And I remember you and I both thinking at the time, well, duh. Uh, yeah, like, like, that, <laughs> that was when you realized something was weird. <laughs> like the strange. And by the way, and we do live in a, in a, in a me too world now, Colleen. So I feel like our telling of this story might be a little different, but when you look at the photo of Dr. Weenikoff, if you opened the door and saw yeah. that man on the other side of your door offering to, to no. um, screen your breasts. Absolutely not. I think that's a no hard pass Yeah, on that. Cause if he were to have a voice, I imagine it would look like, or sound like, <sighs> Oh, see, I was thinking more like, Hi. I'm Dr. Weenikoff. Oh, geez. And I would like to examine your breasts. Oh. He actually um, was uh, able to uh, cut a deal with prosecutors that saved him from a 45 year sentence. I don't know what he wow. ended up getting, but presumably, don't you think he's still got to be in jail somewhere? Well, I did find an obituary for a doctor, oh, no! Philip Weenikoff. When did he die? 2009. Well, that can't be. <laughs> You're right. So it's not. <laughs> Did we just make the story up? When we come back on the <laughs> Colleen and Bradley show, <laughs> we're going to play a little game. That game was called The Throwback Live on My Talk 1071. <laughs> we 
conquer cancer. For the mom-to-be who is out of treatment options. For the doctor who has a brilliant idea but needs research funding. For the people who faced cancer head-on and climbed incredible heights while they were with us. For the children who celebrate the end of chemo. We conquer cancer for all who have been touched by it. Conquer Cancer accelerates breakthroughs in research and care for every cancer, every patient, everywhere. Join us at conquer.org. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.